Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. It's a rainy Wednesday here in St. Louis. Things are going well, though. I did see a very brief clip of the new LeBron James show uh, where he is in the barbershop on HBO with his friends and colleagues, I guess. Um, And I have to say that one little snippet just annoyed me because, and I haven't watched the show, so to be fair, I don't know where the conversation goes. But basically, Snoop Dogg says, you know, when you're black, you get more respect around the world than you do in your own country. Um, which I don't know because I've never been around the world. But I understand what he's saying. But I think the next level of that statement that nobody ever really seems to touch. And to be fair, they may touch on it. This was just a commercial. But where they never go is why we are obsessed with making sure white people just the broad term white people respect us more than we respect ourselves i'll i'll be honest in any relationship i've ever had uh whether it's friend whether it's romantic whether it's sibling whether it's parent if i don't treat myself well how can i expect someone else to treat me well and people go oh it's racism racism you know, made us this way. And maybe that's true. Let's just end the argument there. Racism is the cause of all heartache and despair for black people in America. That's it. That's the argument is one. What's the next step? We still need to treat each other better. Half the time, I don't even like most of the mainstream music now that they call hip hop because it's it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to black people. You know, I don't care as long as we don't agree. I don't care who you're calling the N word. It's a slur. And I don't care if you look like me when you call me it. That's why I can't half watch Insecure. I want to love the show, but I hate the way they talk to each other. The females included. Don't call me that. Don't call me bitch all the time and don't call me N word. So I get it that that's not my demographic, but I support the show. You know, but it, I get that it's not aimed at me, you know, and it's just like we treat each other so poorly. I see case after case where it's not white people murdering black people. Oh, it's racism that makes it so OK, but it's that's not the case. We're killing each other in our own neighborhoods and nobody wants to talk about that. And when and I get it when Republicans bring it up, it's just a smokescreen most of the time to get away from something else. But it it's not that it's not a good point. It's a fair point. Um, we need to treat each other better. We need to stop disrespecting ourselves. We can't demand respect from other people that we don't give ourselves. You know, I'm cool with America. I like having you know, first world problems. My worst day is nothing compared to my great grandmother's worst day. And it's really hard to sit around and watch a bunch of millionaires and successful people, you know, complain about how racist America is. And to be fair, I haven't watched the whole show, but that commercial made me not want to watch it because I don't want to hear any more complaining. What are we doing to fix it? LeBron James, the school, Excellent. That is everything. And I hope a lot more of these athletes and musicians and whoever follow suit. Go into your own pocket and fix problems. Put your name on something that will actually help people. The kneeling and all of that, you know, I I don't have an issue with it. But what the, what 
are you just doing that so you people will talk about you? Are you doing that just so you're Instagrammable? I mean, you have to wonder what people's motives are now. I hate to say that, but people are really shallow and want clicks and likes. That's what's wrong with our media. You can't believe half the stuff you read or see on TV because they they are really just trying to get clicks. They'll write a salacious headline that'll, that'll have it completely uh, staged. And I'm talking about reputable news sources. You know, it's sort of like we're in the matrix, but we don't really want to own it yet. And this whole narrative, I just get so frustrated, especially now when I work in the field that I'm working in and I see the things that I see. And it's so easy to just play the race card because it's going to win. But these problems are more complicated than race. They are socioeconomic. They are cultural. We need to change our culture and how we speak to each other and how we treat each other. You know, one, I hate to say this out loud. I, I do know someone who felt like when they were growing up and it's not my mom, (laughs) when they were growing up, things were segregated, but it was better because everybody was all together. And as soon as, you know, people could make a little change and move out the neighborhood, the neighborhood started to deteriorate. And it's like, we don't, we don't do community like other cultures do community. And then we get mad because we don't got no community and no unity. <laughs> it's like, come on, come on. We don't even have a collective agreement on uh, how I don't think we have a collective consensus on what actually is racism. Some things are racist. Some things are prejudicial. Some things are just person by person, you know, and I live in one of the most segregated places in the country. And I, I actually think St. Louis is so racist, it won't even gentrify, you know, so it's not like I'm unfamiliar with the topics. I just get frustrated because we're not advancing this narrative. We are addicted to our victimhood. That's what it feels like to me sometimes. I want to hear solutions. What are we doing about it? How are we showing up our our schools? How are we supporting our young people? What are we offering them when we tell them not to sell drugs? What are we then telling them to do? You know, and of course, LeBron James's kids, God bless them. They're not going to have these same debates. (laughs) Whatever they want to do, they'll have time and comfort to figure it out. And I hope they're super successful. And I love that he's built this school for kids that aren't in his tax bracket. We need to really focus on what our solutions are instead of just being literally chemically addicted. Your brain gets addicted to the same chemicals of your thoughts. So I said that I butchered that sentence, but your brain becomes addicted to the chemicals of whatever you think about all the time. So if if you're a person that's always sad and mad and, you know, you pissed, let's say you're pissed off at your your parents they were just shitty. They didn't give you a great life and you're angry about it. You will subconsciously create that experience over and over again. You'll get a shitty boss. You'll pick a, a shitty spouse. You'll pick the, a shitty school to go to college. You'll do all these things and you can't figure out why. Like, why am I the subject of just being shit on all the time? And it's because subconsciously your brain whether you like it or not, that's what you're drawn to because that's what you're familiar with. 
So we need to change our narrative on a lot of levels because people are basically just addicted to being pissed off about race or whatever. And uh, the collective consciousness needs to just go higher, higher.